0: Welcome to What is Black, the podcast where we address issues important to raising healthy and thriving Black children and teens. I'm your host, Dr. Jacqueline Dujay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What is Black podcast. I'm so excited for our new guest, Tommy Akatunde. I asked um Tomi to join us today because of her platform, Modern Mea. all right, for us to talk about that and why it's so important, right? Um, to have communities for mothers, so um before we get started, tell me if you could um share a little bit about Modern Maya for us
1: yeah, yeah, so um I started Modern Maya in two thousand and twelve as an online magazine uh, I'm a journalist by trade, and I was having a lot of questions about you know i'm at that point I was in my mid twenties, so i'm no longer entry level. Um, and I'm no longer dating just just for funsies. Like I, I'm dating for a relationship and, and thinking about what my future looks like in terms of career and family. And I didn't really have any role models to look to. Um, I saw a lot of conversations in mainstream media about what work-life balance looked like, but they didn't talk to women who looked like me. And they didn't talk to women who weren't at, like, the tippity-top of their careers. So you're hearing Sheryl Sandberg of uh, Facebook talking about work-life balance, but that doesn't really mean anything to me (laughs) Um, because we have, like, different career goals and um, we're in different places of, of our lives. So I started Modern Maya to have conversations with Black women about what their career journey looked like and what their path to motherhood looked like. Um, I wanted to have a space for transparent conversations where um, people felt free of judgment. Um, I was also showing that black families exist uh, because at the time when you would Google black moms are, it would auto-populate with some really damaging uh, stereotypes about Black motherhood, like Black moms are the worst, or Black moms are abusive, or Black moms are single. And where there's nothing wrong with being a single mother, uh, it was a stigmatized version of, of single motherhood that uh, just didn't isn't really the full reflection of what it is to be a Black woman and a Black mother. So the site started with me having these conversations with women I admired. Um, Some are women who you would know by name. Uh, Some are women that, you know, back in the day, you would sit next to on the subway and not realize that uh, she had this incredible story to share. And as the community around the site kept growing, I was getting emails like, you know, I don't really relate to this woman. As confused, like what are you talking about? Like she's black, I'm black, we're all black. What are you talking about? We're talking about you know these these issues, and by virtue of selecting someone and saying you, I want to take photos of you and tell your story, it already creates this disconnect that makes someone feel like, oh, her life is so much easier than mine, or like I can't relate, or she's already made it, she has no problems, and the women who are contacting me. Or like, I have questions like, my kid's the only black kid in his class and he's coming home and saying he wants peach uh, skin and yellow hair. Like, how do I teach my child to um, love who he is and and value his uh, culture when he's the only one? Or uh, I wanna have a home birth and I don't see people who look like us in these home birthing spaces. How do I find a culturally competent midwife Ah, uh, how do I have an empowered birth experience? And so I, being a journalist, felt like, okay, I'm not a mom yet, but I have these these resources and these tools to ask these questions and and vet out these answers that I'm getting. So that's when modern Maya transitioned into being what people have um, tongue- and cheekily referred to as a black mom Google. So, uh, if you have a question, you can email me you could drop a comment in our Instagram uh account and you'll have someone answering you or sharing their experience um based on you know their their own experience and their own journey in in motherhood so that's uh what Bodermeyer has been for gosh almost a decade now um we we launched on on Mother's Day uh 2012 so yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a journey, <laughs> um, but it's it's something that um, has really given me a lot of um, personal meaning and then also just being able to provide a space for the community has been really affirming.
0: Oh, that sounds wonderful. I mean, to, to say that you've been around for, a you know, pretty much a decade. That's I mean, that's phenomenal, right? That's yeah, that's absolutely phenomenal. But the one thing that really, you know, other, there are a lot of things that resonated with me, but one in particular, um, when you, when you talked about the the beginnings was the fact that I think a lot of um, what I'm, and it also ties into what I'm hearing consistently, right? When we don't see ourselves as black women, black mothers, how, you know, black, you know, multi hyphenated, right? When we don't see ourselves, then it really it's us that rescues ourselves so that we can be seen, right? We sort of, you know, we we build something from nothing. Not nothing, but you know what I'm saying in terms of not right? So which which I and and I'm not saying that pejoratively at all, but this idea that we we have to create for ourselves. And how does, you know, how does that make you feel um, one, that's decade, but also to something that you've created? has had such, you know, has had this longevity.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I uh, I spoke to um, Lavia Jai, like, a very, very long time ago um, about why did, why did she feel like her business and her blog had had such longevity? And she said, you know, I wasn't the funniest writer and I wasn't the best writer, but I was consistent. Uh, and that is why I'm still here. Like, people who may be considered, you know, quote unquote, better than me, um, stopped after a while, but I kept going. And I think that uh, that consistency is a testament to my stubbornness, <laughs> um, and then also my commitment to the people who depend on modern Maya, um, for for representation, for for affirmation, for support, uh, it's, I get emails from people saying, you know, this article about therapy, like really helped me through a, a difficult time or this event that you did, um, was really important to my own personal, personal story. So anytime I feel like quitting, which does happen a lot because it, it's hard to be, um, a one person team for as long as I, I was a one person team. Um and then I also had some limiting self-beliefs too that kept Modern Mea uh pretty small because I was terrified of failing so publicly. Um it's it's really easy to to wanna quit and just you know, it's it's not it's not popping off the way that I, I would want it to or like I don't have what this person has or that person has but I keep going back to my why. And I also remind myself that when I become a mom, this is the kind of community that I would want to exist and be a part of. So I've I've built this space before I was thinking about becoming a mother seriously. Um, and now as I'm on a trying to conceive IVF journey, it's it's a space that keeps giving to me. Like I... Like, hey, I need a doctor, a high risk um, pregnancy doctor. And I've accumulated all these people I can ask questions of since I've been doing this since 2012. So it's a it's a symbiotic relationship that keeps me going.
0: And thank you for, you know, for the for the journey that you share and you've created, you know, you've created this platform. And as you again, as you were talking, you know. We all wear like multiple hats, right? So you're a journalist and an entrepreneur, right? All these other hyphens, hyphens. And then I think of myself as um, well I am. So I'm a pediatrician, right? So I take care of little people. But the more you the more I'm learning about the communities like Matamea, the more I realize that I think as providers, it's important for us to really be connected. To these communities, because I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had parents ask me, particularly black parents. Where can I find providers of color? Right. Whether it be for different specialists. I mean, some people we know. Right. I mean, I think off the bat, I mean, you could I could name different specialists, mental health specialists, probably less likely. Right. It's harder. It's harder to find for young people and even sometimes for parents. Right. Right. Um, and additional resources. But I think, you know, what you were sharing about um, you know, you might put out a call to, to people in the community, oh, I need such and such provider, or someone puts a request into you to the site, right? The um black mom Google, right? I need some information. So the more I think about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to we need to know more about communities like yourself. And so it just got me thinking as you were talking and as I was thinking, you know, do you have, do you find that you're able to establish those type of relationships, or is there maybe something that maybe could be done in the future? Or what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, there's so, I think,
1: you know, to, to your earlier point of having to build what you don't see, um, that's like, in our DNA, as black folks, like we are constantly um, creating uh, and, and building resources and connections and networks to, to make do with um, when we don't have when we're not being served by um, a, a mainstream or, you know, a, a traditional um, outlet. So I have been in awe of so many of uh, these different, these different types of um, creators or care providers who have created, that, that thing, that directory. So, you know, for for therapy, I always direct people to therapy for Black girls, um, which is just like this huge directory of um, Black w- women and, and men therapists around the country um, who, you know, they upload their profiles. You can read their information, go to their website and see if they take your insurance. They also have a filter by insurance. Because um, like working with a, a Black... A provider is not to say that you know you you can't get the kind of um, treatment you would need from um, a provider of a different race, but if that's your preference, I completely understand. <laughs> so there's a directory for that. Um, there's also an app called Health in Her Hue that is uh, similarly a directory of Black uh, medical care providers. So. You know, you filter out based on am I looking for a dermatologist, a primary care provider, and whoever has, you know, uploaded their profile to the app, you can find them there. There's we've there are all these different people who saw a gap or a void in their in their space for us and created a solution for it. Um, and so I, I find that like Anytime I find something like I'm sharing it because I don't believe in being a gatekeeper or the single source of truth for a community. Like the more people who are creating and providing these resources, the better. And um, it needs to be shared widely uh, because it's it's desperately needed across all these different different needs.
0: And so you've um, you shared a resource that I was not aware of. So thank you. Right. So again, I think this, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of, you know, proving, proving and providing evidence to the fact that, you know, if I meet someone and, you know, create this community in this connection, what information I can learn. Right. And again, what your community does, because again, I'm thinking as a provider, right. When I'm thinking, when I'm struggling trying to try to find out like my list of resources, you know, I figure like, okay, the more I get to know communities like yours, then that's something I can refer, you know, and parent can decide, you know, if, if, if that community fits for them or not, but I think it, you know, but I think it's still an important, it's an additional resource and it's just a reminder. It's like, okay, this is great to have these connections, right. To know about resources so that, you know, I can help, um, help other parents and, and families, which is great.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. And so, and so needed, like it's, it's crazy we're inundated with all these news stories about that kind of pathologize being black like and not the other they make being black seem like it's the problem and not the institutions that have the bias that lead them to treat black people horribly um and so you'll see these studies that are like Oh, when um, a black mom and her baby are cared for by a black doctor, their likelihood of surviving pregnancy and delivery improve. Um, however, however many percentage points, and it's like, great, I have that information now. How do I find a black doctor uh, who takes my insurance? At, or how do I find, you know, a black pediatrician to, you know, take care of my child? Like it's, we have all these. Data points that like are kind of terrifying, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's okay. Like, what's the next step? Um, which is what I always try to do with Modern Maya. I always want someone to walk away from it feeling like, okay, there's at least one thing I got from this article or this Instagram live or this conversation that I can apply to my life and have a little bit of improvement or a little bit of. Um, uh, feeling empowered and in control of the choices that I make and how I parent and how I, I show up as a person.
0: Tommy, so you sort of segued into one of the next questions I wanted to ask, right? So again, the themes of your website and social media, like you, like you mentioned, are to uplift and empower women. And I wanted to find out from you what uplifts and empowers you.
1: Yeah, um, I have been someone who um, does not like leaning on people for support, I I always thought that it was a sign of weakness or like, oh you're lazy, oh you know you you should be able to figure this out, or or you know you're you're dumb. Why don't you know that already? Like I, for reasons that we can't get into because I I I know this isn't therapy. <laughs> i just had this this narrative in my head that I'm not allowed to ask for help. Um, and I can tell you that the minute that I started asking for help and I started building community with other Black women entrepreneurs, my, my uh, ability to be empowered and to, and to feel uplifted has just like improved so much. Um, so being in mastermind groups with, with Black women um, is something that makes me feel uplifted and empowered, uh, not needing to have this like, wall up or this this um, strong black woman narrative or feeling like I have to um, outperform everybody and do it by myself. Um, it, it made life so much more difficult than it needed to be. And the minute that I was like, okay, I don't know everything and that's okay. And I am not afraid of looking dumb um and not having the right answers um it, it's yeah I would say being in community with other with other uh, people but especially other black women entrepreneurs has been really helpful for me the last two years
0: so again you are not alone right I mean I've gone through the same process and I you I think for me you know going back to this idea of parenting um you know or even adulting whatever right you know as you're growing up so my parents are from Um, so I'm first generation. So my, so my parents immigrated to the United States. And the one thing that was sort of hammered into my, my brain was this idea of comparison, you know, who, you know, if if your friend is doing better, why aren't you doing it? And the thing is like, I don't even, I didn't even think about it. Like, you know, at the time, you know, when you're growing up, you know, this black superwoman thing or any kind of, you know, you got to, You just got to be and do better and run faster, right? I think it was more of that. And then as you get older, these tropes of what a Black woman is supposed to be, right? And these generalizations. But it started in childhood. And then it's kind of like you have to unlearn a lot of stuff. Sometimes, you know, it's not too late to unlearn it. But then sometimes it's almost like, oh, my God, if I had just known this so many years earlier, I would have been a whole lot... A whole lot better off right you know therapy helps now right which is good right so it's important right um but even in community right that's sort of it's almost acts like a therapy right you know just being able to talk with someone else right that like you said that community but I'm glad that you bring you bring those points up right because you're not alone I mean I can oh I can tell you how many times you know probably today right I went through this roller coaster of should I, should I not, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, but I think, so I think that's important that, again, your site does that and you are also really open um, with with all that comes with being or identifying as a black woman. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you for saying that because it, I, I do think that like, especially these days, I was actually just, because I use BetterHelp, so I was texting my, my therapist and I was like, it feels Social media feels like high school all over again, because I was bullied a lot in, in middle school and high school. Um, and there's this constant pressure to perform success in a certain way. And like happiness has to look a certain way to get a certain amount of likes and engagement. And um, when, you're, when your uh, metrics are based on social media... It's like really, really isolating because no one's telling the truth on social media. Everyone's lying, um, so that's also why I try to be, you know, as as transparent as is emotionally safe for me to be. Because I would hate for someone to be like, "Oh man, Tommy has it," you know, she has it all together. No, she does not. <laughs> Tommy's business is doing so well. I mean, is it <laughs> like I mean, I I want to to. um not participate in, in those kinds of um, like vanity metrics and vanity stunting on, on the gram. Cause it's, it, it makes people feel bad. And like, even the people who are doing it, I don't think are happy either. So it's, yeah, it's like divesting from, from all of that to just find the community that you feel safe with, Um, that you can be honest with and not feel judged and just be like, yep, this is, this is hard, but like, at least we're, at least it's hard together. (laughs) At least I'm not alone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I totally can, can relate to that. Right. Because I think, you know, again, having a podcast, you know, you got to put yourself out there and being an introvert. I mean, whether I'm an introvert or not, sometimes it's kind of like, all right, what face do I put on today? Right. And then I go through all these machinations, like, okay, I have gray hair. I mean, I had to go through that whole phase. I grew up my color, you know, all this stuff, right? All this stuff you have to unpack and unlearn, right? And then at some point kind of just be okay with yourself, right? You show up authentically, not even, like you said, for the gram or anybody else, but showing up yourself authentically.
1: Yeah, that's, that's real. And I think that's like what Modern Maya's next phase has been because, you know, in the almost 10 years I've, I've been doing it, when I first started, Modern Mayo was one of the few um, Black mom spaces. Like, there were Black mom bloggers, but um, there weren't that many spaces specifically de- dedicated to Black motherhood, and that that has since changed. And now, to niche down even further, Modern Mayo's focus is on that unlearning. Like, what does it look like to unlearn these things that... Um, Got us to where we are right now, but can't get us to where we want to be, ind- as individuals and as parents. So, um, providing that space for for conversations about what does what does unlearning look like, what does self parenting look like, what does healing while you're parenting looks like, um, has been the next the next phase of, of modern Maya uh, to to have those conversations because, you know, I think there's a lot of judgment placed on, on mothers, which isn't like a, a unpopular opinion. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm not saying anything um, groundbreaking, but uh, to have a space where you don't feel that judgment and you're with like-minded people who um, are interested in doing that same kind of work. It, it's again, does, it makes you feel not alone.
0: Oh, I think that's so important, right? Because, and again, as you were, again, as you were saying, like you know, ten years. I'm thinking about like the development of a of a child, right? So you're going into your preteens. Yeah, I got <laughs> right? a tween on my hand. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, and then all the changes that occur, you know, even for tweens, right? You know, you're kind of going through that. You know, you're growing, right? And then, which is, which I think is amazing, because I think we can all, you know, if we don't, if we don't recognize the change that needs to occur. Or even acknowledge the change that has occurred, right? That I think that says something about ourselves, right? I mean, I think it's okay that we change. It's okay that we change our minds, change our change our point of views, perspectives, right? And your site it seems very, very dynamic in that in that way. So before we end this wonderful conversation, how can listeners learn more about you and ModaMate?
1: Yeah, um, you can follow Modern Maya on Instagram. Uh, we're at M-A-T as in Tom, E-R-M-E-A. And then uh, we also have a website called Um Again, M-A-T-E-R-M-E-A.com.
0: Thank you so much, Tommy, for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you to our guests for joining us today. And thank you for listening. Remember to share the podcast with a friend. They can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever they listen to their favorite podcasts. Also check out our website at whatisblack.co and our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at whatisblack, W-H-A-T-I-S-B-L-K to learn about our work, and also to sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date about our exciting projects like our upcoming children's podcast, Henry's Library, which will launch March 23rd. Until next time, wishing you peace, wellness, and joy, and a reminder that you're seen and matter.